good Thursday morning and welcome to Noah's window. Mary Alice, we've arrived at one of my favorite chapters in the Bible. You know, we're journeying through the scriptures as I know some of you do with the one year Bible. And we've arrived at Psalm 119, which is a very, very special chapter in the Bible. For one reason, it's the longest chapter in the Bible. I think over twice as long as the second longest chapter. But I think the reason why Psalm 119 stands out to all of us who love the scriptures is practically every verse in the entire psalm has some reference to the Bible. It could be uh, your word, sometimes it's statutes, sometimes it's commands, principles, but there's always something in these verses about the Bible. What's beautiful about this chapter to me, it's like a two-person conversation between God and the psalmist, I'm assuming it's David, about the Bible. And it's very personal because the psalmist is talking directly to God about the Bible and oftentimes the psalmist is talking about his weakness and how much he loves the Bible, but what a challenge it is to keep the Bible first and foremost in his life. And so I think this is a beautiful psalm written to God about his word and its place in our lives. This is just too much information probably, but it's a beautiful picture also of Hebrew poetry because every eight verses we begin a new stanza. And in each stanza, uh, like take for instance the first eight verses, they all begin with the first letter of the Hebrew alphabet. And then the next eight verses all begin with the second letter of the Hebrew alphabet. So it's, it's just a beautiful Psalm. I think it was meant to be a real centerpiece of Hebrew life back in the Old Testament. And for us in the church age, it's very precious as well because no matter where you, what age you live in, the word of God is really our lifeline to heaven. So Mary Ellis, when you think about, when I throw this out about uh, this psalmist, which is probably David, having a conversation directly with God about his word, what do you think about that? I mean, what stands out to you as you think about uh, a child of God having a conversation with God about his word? Well, so many things, but one of the things to try to go back in time to think about the psalmist, um, that he must have had access to the scripture. He did. I mean, some, some people tell us that nobody could read and nobody had access to the scripture, but clearly people did have access to the scripture. Well, and that's such a bogus argument because of that little trivia thing that we talked about earlier. I mean, this is, a, this is an ingenious usage of language. I mean, very sophisticated, honestly, probably way beyond a lot of stuff that's written mind, today. Yes. So any idea that these were somehow prehistoric, <laughs> backward figures in regard to language, it's so wrong, so bogus. And, and just the fact, I think it calls attention to the fact that God's Word is so important that the longest chapter in the Bible is about God's it's Word. It's about God's Word, yeah. Mm-hmm. I just, I love the fact that David is talking to God about the Scriptures. I don't know that I've ever had a conversation with God like this one. I mean, mm-hmm. I can see the beauty of it. Uh, but here David is just telling God how wonderful his word is and how much it means to him. There's a part of me that wonders if David didn't write this just so that he could refer back to it when his heart started to get cold and he got too busy to get into the scriptures. Maybe it was his way of reminding himself. Uh, I, have a, I have a feeling that David kept this psalm on his bureau mm. or on his nightstand. <laughs> well, you know, one thing I was thinking about as we read through this very long psalm, a very powerful psalm, it might inspire us to to talk to God ourselves about how precious His Word is in our life, yeah. and and the the um, the inspiration, the guidance, the wisdom that we've gained throughout our life as we've read God's Word. Maybe we could, you know, 
make that a form of worship on our own. Well, if, if, if what I'm saying maybe doesn't connect, let me just encourage you just to read part of Psalm 119 or read it all. And I think when you do read it, you'll see what I'm talking about. This is a very intimate conversation. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not a starchy, uh, I'm saying what I'm supposed to say because I learned this in catechism kind of experience for church. This is a very intimate conversation where David, if he's the psalmist here, is talking directly and to God. And as you say, it's in the first person. If that person is speaking directly to God. It's very personal. Well, let's dive into it for just a few moments, just to look at one particular uh, line or verse out of this psalm, because really, Mary Alice, we've sort of set it up accidentally, because uh, the first one I want to read, the first uh, verse out of here is, uh, David says, Oh, that my actions would consistently reflect your decrees then I will not be ashamed when I compare my life to your commands. Mm. Now that, oh, that, that's a prayer. Right. I mean, when, cause remember David's talking to God and he's like, someone, someone said, uh, a prayer is a wish aimed toward God, uh, or, or turned over to God. It's and the desire of our heart. It's the desire mm. of our heart turned over to God. So when David says, oh, that my actions would consistently reflect your word, mm. that's a prayer. And, and, and I think it's because he understood Although he believed God's word, his actions didn't always consistently match up to the word of God. And isn't that a challenge with our human nature, consistency? You know, we sing some old hymns at New Spring every once in a while, and, and I'm so I'm so thankful we do, and I'll, I appreciate so much the New Spring worship team and, and how that they, they, they bring them up to date uh, as far as style, but still we get the benefit of those wonderful lyrics. But in that old song, Come Thou Fount of Every Blessing, there's a line that... <laughs> I just, every time I sing it, I think it was written for me. And the line says, prone to wander, Lord, I feel it. Mm-hmm. And then later on, it's take my heart, Lord, take and seal it, mm-hmm. seal it for thy courts above. And and I just, every time I sing that song, I say, Lord, that, that is my prayer. You know, I am prone to wander and I feel that. Mm-hmm. You know, take my heart, seal it, you know, mm-hmm. for your courts above. Well, and you think, you know, if our heartfelt prayer, our sincere desire of our heart that we direct to God and say, God, please help me to be consistent with your word. You think God's going to hear that? Uh, you nailed I believe it. So. I believe so. I, I, well, you know, Meryl, you just went right to the heart of, of what we need to talk about today. And I guess it's just a perfect place to close out. There are prayers we can pray, and we know we're praying in the will of God, That's right? right? I mean, it's sure no not. It's sure, the devil surely doesn't want mm-hmm. us to you know, consistently follow God. And so you know, we, we know when we pray that prayer, it's like God was like, I, I've been waiting for you to say that to mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. I think that's just wonderful. And, and it's one of those, you know, it reminds me of the verse that says, that if you, if your the desire of your heart is toward the Lord, then he'll give you the desire of your heart. Yeah. And, and, uh, and I think that's the thing. If, if it's the desire of our heart to please the Lord and we go to him and, and say, we really desire this and we keep getting off track, but Lord, help me be consistent. I believe he's going to answer that prayer. Yeah. I mean, it's like, you don't get this very often, but you reminded me when your kids are, when our, our kids are all growing up, but there would be times when our kids would come to us and they would express a desire for something in their life that would be growth that we've been hoping for. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. like, like I want to make better grades, you know, or, mm-hmm. or I want to, I want to, I want to, I want to make sure that I'm keeping everything orderly in my room. You know, it's like when you get one of those requests, you would bend over backwards to help your kid do anything to achieve. Well, even in our relationship, how many times have you said to me, would you help me remember this? Would you help me remember (laughs) to do this? You know, and so 
when when our heart is aimed in the right direction and we're calling on the God of the universe to help us, he's going to help us. I believe that. Well, this is just a great prayer mm -hmm. to pray for all of us. Oh, that our actions would consistently line up with God's commands because we wouldn't have to be ashamed, David said, mm. when we read the Bible. Mm. That's powerful. That's well, pray for us, Mary Allison. Okay, let's pray. Oh, Father, we come to you uh, today with so many burdens, Father, and so many challenges. Um, first of all, Lord, I pray for those that are hurting even today. Um, as the news has come down uh, about uh, horrible events in Texas, and, oh, yes. and so much pain and suffering, and um, Father, only you can bring comfort in such, in such unimaginable pain. Mm -hmm. And we're just praying for your hand of comfort, your arms of love wrapping around these families that have suffered such unimaginable loss. And I just pray that you would be with them, draw them close to you. May they come to you in this hour and not go away from you. And may all those um, that uh, are your representatives, all, all the Christians in that area, uh, express to these that are hurting your love and uh, draw them in. And Father, as we think about this wonderful chapter in the Bible and, and all the different ways that we are blessed by your word, I just pray that you would help us even today. Help us to be consistent, Father. And, Help us to be consistent to read your word, which will help us to be consistent. And Father, just give us a, a love for your word, a, a hunger for your word, that we would continue to come back to it over and again, uh, because we know that pleases you and help us to know you better and help us to understand better how you want us to live and how you want us to walk. Thank you for your many, many blessings on us, more than we can even begin to count, Father. And help us to remember to think, think about those blessings every day and to talk to you every day. And for everyone that's watching or listening to Noah's Window, I just pray a special blessing on each and every one and each and every family. Father, only you know all the needs, but you are, you are strong enough, you are powerful enough, you are loving enough to meet each and every need of those that, that are watching or listening. And we just thank you for answers to the prayers that we are confident will be coming even as we ask. Thank you most of all for Jesus who died for us. And as we um, close out today. I just pray that you would get the glory and honor for everything that's said and done, and we'll and we'll thank you for these things and ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Mary Alice, and thank you for watching us today on Noah's Window. We'll be back with the Friday edition tomorrow. Hope you have a wonderful evening. God bless. See you soon. God bless.